I had no idea you were being fake and phony with right, me. I'm telling you now, so you can That's be That's really now. shitty of you to do. It's really shitty of you. Shame on you. For what? For not letting you walk over me? For not, not letting you clean your feet on me? To not let you abuse me? Abuse to not let you? You obviously think that you can go provoke somebody, yell at them, say all these mean things, and then what? Then hug it out 10 minutes later? You cut me deep, and if I told you right now yeah. it's all good, it would be fake. It's not all good. So who are you? Who is Sutton? I, I'm, who is I, Sutton? I'm a reactionary for sure. I'm a hothead for sure. I'm a very good friend. To whom? I am loyal to the end. So you say. That I know. So you say. That, that I know. So you say. I don't know what to do here because we're going back and forth. We're playing ping pong. Okay, I'm going to go. I have lots of Christmas cards to do, so thank you. Okay. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. It's good to be back with you, oh, baby. I'm so happy you're back. I mean, I'm happy for you that you went to the Europe, you know, had a little housewives experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, um, yeah, I'm definitely glad you're back. I mean, Angela was amazing. Shout out to Angela. From the response, I don't think people want me back because everyone was like, Angela's so good. We love Angela. And I was reading these messages and I was sort of like, get fucked. <laughs> Maybe they want you and Angela instead of me. You know, oh, I, no, I, don't think, you know I, don't I find know. myself annoying. I can't I can't help it. If others find me annoying, I'm I'm totally right there with you. Maybe Angela should just start her own podcast because she's got she's got fans, mate. She's got fans. I told her she should. She's more than welcome to come back whenever she wants. I love how you said to me off air that if she ever has something she wants to like, you know, pop off about, she should just come on. I love that. Totally. We should have like an Angela's rant segment. How could we Totally. Why not? <laughs> Why not indeed? So there's a lot to do. So we can hear about your trip next time. <laughs> That's okay. She what what a horrible time for me to go overseas, by the way. Like, as soon as I left, like, shit went down. Shit fucking went down indeed. I mean, one day I'm looking at an article with photos of Jen, Shah, Heather and Meredith in New York living it up. And I'm like, what? One, why is she living it up? And two, since when are her and Meredith friends? Yep. And the next day... Jen Shah pleads guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. And she had hoodwinked all of us, I feel. Like, we all knew she was guilty, but then by the end of last season, we're all sort of like, you know what, maybe she's not. Speak for yourself. I don't think I, <laughs> I am, ever... Yeah. I don't think I ever thought that she was innocent. Well. Did I ever give that impression? No, I don't think you did. I don't know. Yeah, cool. I win. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so they dropped the second count of conspiracy to commit money laundering. And so the fact that she was offered a guilty plea, I don't know when they gave that offer to her because she wasn't offered one before. And so I'm not, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Actually, no, I'm shook as, I'm shook as she was offered it. I'm shook as that she took it. The plea is Obviously, the wire fraud stuff, so that's obviously anything including the online stuff, the telemarketing stuff, all of that stuff. Now, look, it carries a maximum term of 30 years and five years supervised release. 
um, wow. as well as she's got to hand over nine and a half million dollars in restitution. So that goes to the victims. And six, does that include her mum that she got to mortgage the house? Like, is she going to pay her mum back? Uh, no, no, she wouldn't. Wow. No, because that money was for her lawyers. They wouldn't take on her mm-hmm. case unless she gave them a million dollars. Wow. And then she's agreed to forfeit six and a half million dollars, I think, in assets. So that money goes to the government. I don't know why mm-hmm. they get any money, but that's like $18 million. So this suggests that she has stolen a boatload more. Don't you think? I was going to say, does she have it? Well, no, it's missing. The money's not there. If the money was there, then they would take that money and give it back. The money's not there. It's gone. So, I mean, look, she's handing over nine and a half million. I don't know where she's planning on getting that money from. I know. It's so crazy looking back on it now that she thought she could just run from this, like take the mic pack off on that Sprinter van and just escape it. Like what what was she thinking? Well, I mean, what was she ever thinking? I don't know. I mean, she's also going to have to pay fines and I know that that's going to be up to 350K. It's likely that she'll have to pay the 350K for her crime. Wow. She addressed the judge, obviously. The judge, you know, when you plead guilty, asks you questions that you have to repeat back in the affirmative, like, I know what I did was wrong. When the judge asks what she did, she said, wire fraud, offering services with little to no value. We used interstate telephones and emails. I knew many of the purchases were over the age of 55, and I am sorry. And then, yeah, when the judge asked her directly if she knew what she was doing was wrong, she said, yes, your honour. I don't know. And I'm just like, what are people going to do with their not guilty merch now? Remember she was selling not guilty T-shirts? You just cross out the not. Yeah, I know. Fucking hell. I'm interested to see what next season's like. Is she just going to – because it was filming, right? Like almost finished? filming right now, yeah. Yeah, so – for the whole first half of the season or whatever, she's going to be like, I'm innocent, I'm yep. innocent, and then all of a sudden, nah. I'm a bit confused. Like, I'm assuming she's in jail right now, right? They would have taken her straight know. away or does she have to turn herself in? Because I know that sentencing isn't till November 28 because one of the lawyers has caught for something else. So I they think, push sentencing to the end of the year. So does that I don't mean, think you go to jail until sentencing right, unless you've so killed she, someone. Oh, okay. So she's like, out on bond. She's still out on bond. So does that mean they're still filming with her? I fucking hope so. Explain to the ladies that she's guilty. I mean. Uh, sign me up. She needs the money. She needs to do it at Walter's restaurant. Oh, uh, but like, like I said, she needs the money. So if she doesn't film. She won't get paid. It's not like back in the day when if they didn't want to go film somewhere, they'd still get paid. That doesn't happen anymore. So is she going to have to be there filming scenes? I sincerely hope so. I know. And I wonder if they're going to go straight into season three filming so they, they get all the footage of sentencing and stuff. They better. They better. Zoom that bitch in from a cell block. I know. So the plea deal that the lawyers agreed to was a maximum sentence of 11 to 14 years. Wolf. The highest anyone else has gotten in this case was seven. So it's mm. likely not going to be less than seven. But when I say that, it's because the judge can pick anything up to 30 years. You can do a lot with less than seven, in my experience. What do you mean? Inches. Oh, sorry, you're talking <laughs> about years. Oh, sorry. <laughs> can you? Oh. Yeah, well, you can make do with everything. Oh, God. Less than seven? (laughs) No thanks. And, I mean, 
I could go on and on about what things were said, but that's pretty much the gist of it, right? It's incredible. Shah shocking. I watched on um, the plane, actually, I watched the documentary, The Shah Shocker. I still haven't <laughs> seen it. I don't know why. It was helpful for me because they interviewed some of the, you know, elderly victims right. and it made me feel so bad for them. Oh. And I hope they at least feel a little bit vindicated now. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to get get paid. That would be nice. I mean, how many victims? They've been looking at her case since 2016. We're in 2022. Mm -hmm. She got busted two years ago. So there were four years of when she was being investigated. I doubt nine and a half million is going to cut it. Like, what are people going to turn around and get like three grand back? Well, and these are people that, you know, lost their homes. Like, yeah. It's not just people who just lost a few hundred bucks. They were ruined by this woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In other Bravo news, so Law360 reported that the California Bar wants copies of sealed records from previously investigated, well, two of the Girardi Keys lawyers. Basically, the California Bar is now finally looking into the lawyers at Girardi Keys who are also at fault for defrauding all their clients and stealing from wow. them. So one of the lawyers is David Lira, who, as we know, is Tom's son-in-law. And another one is Keith Griffin. I don't know who Keith Griffin is. I couldn't be bothered to look it up. So it's taken them two years to finally start going after other Girardi Keys lawyers. I don't know what they were fucking waiting for. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. And um, also Nicholas Cage's ex, and um, I don't even know why I'm saying <laughs> it's It's in the article, but... These people dated in like the 80s, so this poor guy's got to be a headline, of course. She's <laughs> suing the same two lawyers and Erica for oh. $744,300, which is the balance owed to her for a settlement that she got from a car crash um, in 2019, I think, or 2016, sorry. The law firm gave her 190 k and haven't given her the rest of it, which is what she's suing for. I was wondering whether the statute of limitations had expired. I'm not a lawyer, but I assumed that that there's an expiration date or something like that. But I think because this evidence was only made public recently because of all the other shit that's going on, she Mm -hmm. was able to get evidence that they put her money into one of their trust accounts and apparently she did not give them permission to do that. So maybe that's how her lawyer is going to get around it. But yeah. like a huge fucking car crash that got her over nine hundred thousand dollar settlement, and this poor bitch <laughs> got one hundred and ninety k for her troubles, and that all probably fucking went to her lawyers. Who knows? But yeah, that's still going on. So I don't know how Eric is to blame for that one, but we'll see. I guess we'll make it. We'll make it happen. Yeah, find <laughs> the link. And did you learn that Portia Williams would be on Ultimate Girls Trip season three? I heard Tinsley's out, Portia's in. Yeah, I mean, I love Portia. You know, she's my favourite. I'm stoked she's in. But I wanted to see Tinsley. I know, I know. I could have done without Leah instead, like switch out Leah. Oh, is Leah in it? I thought it was Leah and Tins were announced and then then Portia swapped out for Tins. And I was like, oh, she swapped out for Leah, but I won't. I could do without Leah, not going to lie. I mean, I'm I'm happy Portia's in though. Yeah, I think it'll. I love Ultimate Girls Trip. Like, uh, I just think it's a great franchise. Keep it going. This season of Ultimate Girls Trip is my favorite Bravo show at the moment. Oh, totally. It's so good. Blue Stone brings it. We'll get to it, but Dorinda's a nightmare. 
I'm just, I need therapy. I can't cope with my feelings towards Dorinda this season on Audrey yeah. Girls Trip. I can't cope. She was my gal. I was right or die. She's knocking farts. Yes, she is. And before we get into it, shout out Joe Gorga. You finally got your tenant evicted. Oh. So did you know this story? Uh, it's, it's in the back of my mind somewhere, but I don't remember anything. So Joe Gorga knew this guy who had gone through some money troubles and didn't have a good credit rating, so wasn't able to rent a property. He mm-hmm. let the guy rent a property f- off him. And Joe even said, I'm normally not involved in this. I've got a lot of tenants, but because I know the guy, I was involved. The guy paid rent for three months, has been there for four years, owes him almost $50,000. And because Yikes. it was COVID for the last two years, Joe was legally not allowed to evict him, even though he <laughs> hadn't paid rent, you know, many, many months prior. Yeah, he's finally allowed to evict him. But then he was saying to like some, I can't remember, I saw a video on it and someone was interviewing him. I don't know if it was TMZ or whoever. But they're like, the sheriff's office, they just come and change the locks on you. And they've got like an eight-week backlog. So even though he's technically evicted, mm-hmm. he still has to wait a couple months for the sheriff's office to get around to it. God, things take forever, don't they? I know. 50 grand. I mean, he's never getting that back unless he wants to sue him. The guy clearly doesn't mm-hmm. have 50 grand. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. But, yeah, good for you, Joe. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all I got. Do you got anything else? No, no. Nothing. You're like, bitch, I'm tired. I just got off a plane, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll just do Beverly Hills first. Sure. Let's do it. So the episode is So You Say, which. So You Say. So You Say. <laughs> this I know. So You Say. <laughs> this I know. So You Say. This. How many times are they going to say that? So You Say. This I know. So good. it's so fucking good. So I can't. Look, last episode <laughs> when Diana went after Sutton. I was finally a Diana fan, not just because she went after her, but because I actually think that Diana's in the right and Sutton's in the See, right. See, I completely disagree. I, wow. I hate her guts. Do you think that she's in the wrong about this? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, she might have had a leg to stand on at the start. Yeah. Um, Sutton was out of pocket when she sort of alluded to why you're here if you've had a miscarriage. Like, yeah, that Sutton's in the wrong there. Yes. But um, I think Diana is just such a fucking fruit loop. She what? needs to stop licking her lips <laughs> and she needs to realise that people can bring up their own experiences and it doesn't negate what you're saying. I agree with that. But I think that Diana's like, you were trying to come at me questioning how I can be here after I had had surgeries post uh, miscarriage, don't fuck with me. I'm, and she's like, I'm not letting it go because I don't believe that you're yeah. genuinely sorry. But I think she already hated Sutton well before that. I don't think she really cares that much about that in particular. Well, I think that's why Sutton felt like she was fine to go after Diana in the first place. But if you're going to come for someone and you fail, then you're going to have to cop it. Yeah, I don't know. This Diana, I don't like her. Oh, she's I just think- work. She's a giant piece of fucking work yeah. and, like, you're not interesting enough or exciting to watch enough to be like, I, I, I don't like this one person, I'm not going to make an effort. It's like, sorry, Dal. I know, you're on an ensemble show. You need, yeah. you need to be present. And, I, look, I don't disagree with all of that stuff. I just, like I said, in this instance, Sutton is wrong. She tried to get away with something 
it backfired on her and now she's going to have to lick her wounds and cop it. I mean, this whole housewives thing of if I apologise and the way they apologise, I'm sorry if I said something that offended you. If that's your apology, you can suck it. Yeah, but, you know, it's a TV show, so it's not a genuine apology, but we need to take it and keep filming. Yeah, but we don't have to get over it in two days. Like, they had fucking Lucy Lucy Apple Juice for a whole fucking season. Can't Diana be pissed for three episodes? We didn't even want Dorit to be dealing with PTSD for more than one episode, so no. <laughs> I will say, I missed I missed the chat, but the Garcelle birthday party where Diana and Sutton had that conversation. I'm sorry, but Sutton, someone kissed her head and she had that lipstick mark in her hair Who? and it was so what? distracting. What? Sutton, like two weeks ago. Yeah. There was this red lipstick mark in her hair. I could not concentrate on anything else. I was like, this bitch, someone someone help her sister out and get that <sighs> lipstick out of her head. I missed that. Completely oh, missed it. Oh, mm. that would be distracting. And, Ew. And Kyle sucks. I just wanted to say, so I, I missed it, yeah. but I feel like the whole world caught up and now everyone thinks Kyle sucks and it's it's a wonderful time. I know, it's a wonderful time to be you. <laughs> oh. So we're... Look, I mean, if you want to go back and talk about that party, I'm really fucking happy to. If no, you have no, no, anything no. else you want to say about any of the key point is Kyle's the on. worst, um, and I hate Kyle. Oh, and also I hate Kyle. <laughs> and have I mentioned that I hate Kyle? You really fucking do. She doesn't bother me as much as she bothers you, which is strange. Oh, I will run her over with a truck. Right. Yeah. You'll run her over. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Tell. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> So, okay, the episode is actually back at Sutton's housewarming party where mm-hmm. Rinna's giving it to Sutton about being passive-aggressive. Oh, fucking Rinna. I know. I, she wasn't even there. She wasn't even there but still manages to make her tenure on the show relevant even if it's relevant adjacent. She's a fucking pro, man. She, like, she, she is, Like, yeah. she annoyed me but at the same time I'm like, you know what you're doing, bitch? I can't complain yeah. about that. yeah. And even though you're on Sutton's side, Rinna brings up the fact that Sutton called Diana soulless and a motherfucker. Now, the motherfucker, I'm not bothered by. I'm not even bothered by the soulless comment. Like, if someone I'm said not. that to me, I would just laugh. No? I think I think she's genuinely soulless. You think, oh, you think Diana's soulless. I don't think she's. She's a nut job. Oh, see, I don't see it. Oh, Maybe I'm just slow to the party. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Sutton tells Rinna that she thought that she and Diana connected when they hugged it out. I mean, how much did you have to drink, Sutton? That you thought that was genuine. Even even Kyle, who was fucking ten sheets to the wind or whatever that fucking phrase is, even she got that Diana was being phony, like it's yeah. Oh yeah. It's all yeah. good. Doesn't mean we're all we're all good. It doesn't mean we're all good. It's as I said last week. It's like that fucking we see each other. Like that's what she <laughs> means by it's all good. Yeah. I mean, what was she fucking smoking, Sutton? I mean, you know, I love Sutton, but I just can't be on her side with this. Like I love Dorinda, but I can't be on her side with anything she says or does in this Ultimate Girls Trip season. So mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the, the, it's all chopsy-turvy, mate. I'm not coping. Garcelle pipes up and accuses Kyle of jumping shit real quick and we get a flashy mm-hmm. of her doing just that. Like when she was sitting with Diana and saying that, well, Garcelle said to Diana that she had a chip on her shoulder and Kyle was like, no, 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 no. 
And so I can totally see where Garcelle's coming from. She sees Diana being cunty to Sutton and um, Kyle is defending Diana. So I get where Garcelle's coming from because Garcelle's always the voice of reason, right? I think so. And when you're like... If Diana is being defended by the fuckface five, like that's when you know you're in the wrong. Mm, that is a good point. That that's is a I really think. good point. What did you think about at this point they go inside and Rina makes the help, and I'm saying that ironically, touch her feet? Oh, yeah, I don't know what that was about. That's, I mean, your, your feet are cold. Why do people have to touch your feet? Yeah, get some socks. You don't even know this person. I don't want people touching my feet that I don't know. I just thought that was really ill. I didn't like really it. Really ill. We, I, in primary school, we had a teacher who would be like, all right, who's going to rub my feet? What? And, to, and like the, the, the goody two-shoes students were like, I'll rub your feet. <gasps> and she got kids to rub her feet. And I'm sorry if that's not the creepiest thing in the world. That is, but I kind of love her for doing that. <laughs> oh, my God, slave labour. Child <sighs> labour. Rub my feet. I mean, it is gross. Oh, my God. It's so inappropriate. Oh, totally inappropriate. I don't think you'd you'd get away with that now. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God, wrong. Speaking of wrong, Sutton gets a Bumble notification and Kyle wants to FaceTime one of them, and they do. But then why is it when the FaceTime phony thing rings, why do they freak out? They're the ones that made the call. Yeah, they're they're fucked in the head. But I don't know why Sutton also has... Like these notification alerts just like set to maximum ding level. Like Agreed. maybe silence your phone, you're filming. Yeah. And don't be like, I've got a bubble notification. Like, oh my God. So you think that was planned then? Yes. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, well, then Sanjit's thirsty. Who wants to date someone that's that thirsty? Oh, I don't know if he signed up for a mm. full on FaceTime. Right. But- I think she wanted to bring attention to the bumble, and right. so then to flip it and be like, "Oh no, I d- don't, don't call him." Like it's like, "Well, you open the door, babe." Or maybe they got bumble to sponsor some of the episode. You know, they might have. Yeah. Because as it, why isn't she on Raya yeah. or like another one? Yeah. But I know at least Raya or Raya. That's the celebrity one. Yeah. Hmm. Interest. Garcelle notices how much Erica's had to drink. Remember how she said she was only going to have like two drinks mm-hmm. or three drinks. Oh, no, one, one and done. That's what she said. And at this point she's had three. So she's like, I want to talk to Erica now before she gets sozzled. But then mm-hmm. she does it in front of everyone, which mad respect. Love. She tells her that she understands that Erica was drunk, but under no circumstances can you disrespect not only a kid but my kid. Loved. And it is hilarious to to bring it up in front of everyone, but make it a one-on-one. So as soon as Kyle chimes in, she's like, excuse me, this is a private conversation. I know. Come on. Agree. Queen behaviour. I know. I love it. Look, Erica does agree and takes responsibility. So all I got from that was so you can be accountable, Erica. It's good to know that she you can She be. tried with, on that walk with Crystal last week, she tried to sort of get out of it being like, you know, well, they're not kids. Like they're 16 and Crystal's like, they're 14. And, and she was like, like mm. oh, that's different. It's like, really? You want to flirt with someone's 16 year old kid? No, no, ma'am. Ugh. And then Garcelle continues and she brings up Mexico and says that there has to be a balance of medication and cocktails. But Erica sort of dismisses it and says, oh, the meds make me sleepy. And it's like, wait till you watch the show back, Erica. You will notice well, she, that you've had a problem. She said one drink. Yeah. 
One. Like, this is coming from you. Yep. The call's coming from inside the house, Erica. <laughs> Love that. Oh, speaking of, so yesterday I went to lunch and I had many drinks with girlfriends and I've finally admitted a problem that I have to myself, which is I cannot admit to myself when I'm drunk. Like, oh, I'm okay. one of those people when you're like, you're drunk, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, and then I'll yep. try to act straight. And the issue this is causing me is I don't know when it's time to leave. Right. Because I, I'm not admitting that I'm drunk. If I had, I'd be like, oh, I'm starting to feel drunk. It's time for me to go home. Uh-huh. But I'm not admitting that I'm drunk, so I don't know when it's time to check out. It's a huge problem I've realised. It doesn't happen that often. But, you know, I woke up this morning and I'm like, when, how did I get home? And oh, right. Okay. Like yeah. I, I, I don't physically remember calling my Uber to go home. Like What you need to do is you need to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and like as soon as you, you know, how you always realise how drunk you are when you're on the toilet. True that. Or when you're getting up from the toilet and you're like spinning well, around a bit and you're like, oh, wait, I'm drunk. Yeah. So you just need to do regular bathroom breaks. Regular bathroom breaks. Okay. I, I need something. So I'll fucking try anything at this point. Yeah. Because it's just, it would have been really nice if I had gone home like two hours before that or even an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I wasn't making a fool of myself for once, but it, it just, it would have been nicer to come home, not, you know, fall flop on the couch and pass out and have my boyfriend having to wake me up to take me to bed. And I don't remember yeah. any of that. Oh, well, that's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for that little detour. This is when Kyle pipes in and says they should give her a pass because it's a first offence. It's like, shut up, Kyle. You have a sister that's an alcoholic, so maybe stop the enabling behaviour, no? And the thing is, I think she's close to death. Erica is close to death. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But, like, Kyle, shut the fuck up. Like, you don't have to be involved in every conversation. That chat with Sutton and Diana and Kyle was like clawing at Sutton to try and get into it. I'm like, you could just go and do the splits in the corner. We don't need you in every scene. It's true. Even Rina knows, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but even Rina knows better when to keep her mouth shut. Did Rina pipe up at all in this thing? No. She didn't, no. It wasn't her fight. She wasn't going to win anything from interjecting. So stop it. And I hate this argument like, oh, she's just, she's finally relaxing and letting loose. And it's like, who who cares? Yeah, she's letting loose. She's loose all over the fucking floor. She can't get a footing. That's not being a friend. Yeah. And we hear from Cherie, who might be the voice of reason, who tells Mm -hmm. Carl that Garcelle needs her to be neutral in this moment. And I thought that was really interesting because I don't think that Kyle at one moment thought what does Garcelle need in this moment? She was thinking never. about backing up her friend Erica, but it never occurred to her that she has to be able to back up both of them. I don't think Kyle likes Garcelle at all. Right. And so I don't think she thinks of her as a friend. Right. That's an interesting point. So I think Sheree was on the money. Yeah, I agree completely. Agree. Yeah. yeah. So look, Erica kind of doubles down and on her stupidity, whatever. And I don't know. This thing bothered me. It didn't bother Garcelle. Garcelle took the apology and took the you're a good mum compliment. But all I heard was Erica calling Garcelle's children well-spoken. And I gasped. Yeah, I noticed that too because I was like, what are you doing? I don't know. It kind of, like I said, I gasped. But I don't know if Garcelle heard it that way or took it that way. So I guess it's not my problem to take it that way then if she doesn't want to. 
I think Garcelle took it in the way that it was probably intended. Yeah, because she's a class act. Yeah. 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 And And she's much more gracious than I would have been. Like after you talk to my kid like that, either the older one or the younger one, like, no, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'd just be like, I don't want to talk to you today. No way. I'm with Mm -hmm. you. And Erica and Cherie, cheers on that. They both would have a threesome with Oliver. I'm like, is it not too soon? Garcelle's still sitting there. I know. I think I think Sheree was just like breaking the tension. She was, yeah. I don't think she actually wants to have a threesome with Oliver. Right. <laughs> Although I would. Um, well, but I think she I might. Think... <laughs> I think she Everyone might. Everyone does. I mean, I don't want to have a threesome with Oliver. I don't. I don't think he's that cute. Is there something wow. wrong with me? I just. I'm not. Yes. What I am into is all the fucking Christmas shit, the Christmas decorations, the Christmas music. I mm-hmm. All I kept thinking was I want to see Kathy Hilton's home decor with the Christmas crap stat. I love oh, Christmas. I just want, yeah, I just want the Kathy scenes to start, you know? I know. You get a glimmer, but I want it to come. I know, me too. So, look, there's a couple of smaller-ish scenes. There's one with Garcelle and her kids sneaker shopping. Do you care? No. Me either. Then there's another scene at Kyle's. Mo looks so delicious. And they're there for Hanukkah. And Dorit and her kids come for Hanukkah as well. I mean, apart from Kyle's Manolos that her daughter mentions and she's all, oh, my God, don't kind of make a fuss of it in front of your dad because he'll know they're new. It's like as Mm. if he doesn't know, sweetheart. Like you got like $60 million or whatever. I think he he can spare... A thousand bucks. Like, calm down. Yeah, exactly. But no. Yeah. You, you know I have the Jew envy and I'm all up happy with the with the Hanukkah and all that stuff. But do you have, do you want to talk about anything in that scene? Oh, not at all. No, I'm like, Shabbat Shalom, move on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're at Diana's with her kids, her cute hubby, blah, blah. I don't really. This was boring for me. I was like, I don't care about this daughter doing, I don't, what was she doing? Horse Gymnastics? Riding. Horse riding. Horse yeah. riding. Netball on the back of a horse. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I didn't think any of those scenes were necessary. No, I don't really care for the kids. No, at all. Me, me either. You know, I don't. Now the dogs, can we talk about the dogs a bit more? Sure. Like we see their dog. No, there's no dogs. This is my issue. That's we're the problem. Yeah. We're seeing all these kids. We know you guys have a million dogs. Where are the fucking dogs? That's ha- a great point. Maybe they didn't sign the release. I don't know. I don't know. And then we're at lunch with Kyle, Garcelle and Cherie. I don't know why Garcelle's wearing silver pants, but, you know, (laughs) you do you. Of course, we're going to talk about the Erica stuff straight away. And Kyle is still fucking harping on that, you know, Erica doesn't have a problem with alcohol, that it was only two times. It's like, well, the season's just started, bitch. You're in Mexico. She was fucked. You were at Garcelle's party. She was fucked. Like, But it doesn't matter how many times it is. It's like the the infraction was so bad. Agreed. She yelled at a 14-year-old. Yeah. Quite aggressively. Yeah. And... Who cares if that's just a one-off? Like, that's bad. I know. It's true. And why does her friend not want to talk to her about it? Obviously, they're talking about it because it's the whole point of the show. But in a normal friendship setting, you would tell Kyle because Kyle's one of her best friends. So you would want Kyle to take the reins to discuss it with her. Exactly. And again, Kyle has alcoholism in her family. We all remember fucking season one, Kyle and Kim. And then I haven't wrote that in my notes. And we actually get it in this scene. Yeah. Like, it was a fucking amazing scene. And I'm thinking, you've dealt with this? 
So why does that make you not want to deal with it? Because you're- Because she's terrified. She is so afraid of Erica and Erica turning that finger on her that she'll right. never she'll never do anything that's brave. Carl's right. a gutless wonder. Wow. Tell us what you really think, Nathan. <laughs> I already said I would like to murder her, but I no, no I, allegedly. I, I just I just don't get Carl. This whole, it only happened twice. It's like she tried to have a threesome with her kid in front of her. Anyway, we've done yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Garcelle says the word alcoholism and look, I'm just, it's good TV. So that's, oh, yeah. that's all I have to say about that. I thought that was brave of Garcelle. I'm grateful for her on my TV. She can do no wrong, this woman. She's having a great season. She really is. And, and I can't wait to see how it, the Erica and Garcelle tensions explode even further. Because, you know, gonna she's, she's going to throw out surely. the book eventually. I know. Yeah. Ooh. I think that was off season, but still, like. They clearly hate each other. Obviously, yeah. That's pretty much it. That whole scene is setting up for the fact that Garcelle's concerned that Erica could be developing a drinking problem. And, of course, the flashy of season one, Kyle and Kim screaming at each other in the limo. So good. Mm -hmm. And I love the part that they're in the limo because it looks like they're – it doesn't look like a very, like, tall limo, so they're hunched over while they're screaming at each other. It's fucking gold TV. And isn't (laughs) the story that the the limo, like – they had stopped filming and they were like, okay, just drive around the block because they wanted that scene to keep going. Yep, that's exactly right. (laughs) That's good production. That's so good. Oh, God. Okay, next scene we're at Diana's and she's purging her closet, including two $20,000 dresses. They got to go. I wore it in front of Elton John. It's time for it to move on. Yeah. Honestly. Really? You're worried that Elton might see you in the same fashion twice? Have you seen Elton's fashions? Keep the dress. Well, and Elton's always wearing sunglasses. He can't see you. And he still insists on wearing that the same bad weave every time. <laughs> can't Elton get a decent weave? Can't he talk to one of the Atlanta chicks who has a weave line? Who, yeah. who in Atlanta has the weaves again? I feel like Karen Huger has a weave line, doesn't yes. she? Yes. and they, As they well were, as a candle line. They were beautiful. <laughs> oh, she's going to have an everything line, honestly. Yeah, she'd she's even just got a line. She'd even do the diapers. I don't know why Rina doesn't have a diaper line. Well, yeah. She really should. But Talk the, shit, poop shit in your pants. That's that is your slogan. It. Well, because remember she <laughs> used to, she did an ad, a TV commercial back in the day of adult diapers. Did she? Yeah, they talk about it all the time. Oh, that's right, the pam- the pampers or something. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She should have her. She should have a line of her own with a face on it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're at Diana's. She's purging a closet. Blah blah. The best part of it is the fact that Erica has to be there in this scene with her, and <laughs> broke bitch. <laughs> she is so jealous. I love how they've got her in confessionals. We're cutting back in and out of the. Oh, that was confessional brilliant. When they're. There, she's having to say, I'm not jealous. And then next minute the scene is she's saying that she covets um, her neighbour's <laughs> shit or whatever whatever the, the phrase is. Yeah. And I love how they kept going back and forth, one her Brilliant. saying it's no big deal and then coming back showing just how beyond envious she is and, oh, my God, this is like a million dollars worth of stuff. And then in the confessional she says, I'm not broke. And I'm thinking... What do you mean you're not broke? You just told a judge that you can't afford to pay your $2.5 million tax bill. So I'm just like, which is it, Erica? Are you broke or not? She's broke. Of course she's fucking broke. (laughs) Stupid bitch. Anyway, they basically bond over hating Sutton and 
we're back at Kyle's for a sec and the only reason I'm mentioning it because, again, you know, I love Christmas and a truck comes to her house and delivers actual snow. Not fake Ugh. snow, real fucking snow. I swear to God, this happens in Ultimate Girl Strip too. It's The snow is now the new goat yoga. <laughs> and I'm here for, I'm fucking here for it. Who doesn't want actual snow at their house? Where did it come from? From big ice blocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're not saying like we stole snow from somewhere else. Like they, you can just create snow, right? Like from ice blocks. Yeah, I'm assuming so. that that comp- there's a company that does it. <laughs> okay. You know, you 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 hire them and you tell them how much snow you want, and then they say they bring the snow and send you a bill. It no? just seems so pointless. No, if you live if you're living somewhere where there's no snow, and you're especially in a country like America where there's fucking snow everywhere, isn't there? I just thought, I it, honestly, I'm so dumb. Back in the day, I honestly assumed it snowed everywhere in America. I had no idea that certain parts Well, not America. Pasadena. No. <laughs> well, I know that now, but I'm yeah. talking when I was little. You've got to have snow for Christmas. I'm with I'm with them. I want a snow truck for Christmas now. Wow. I'm sure I don't See, know. See, I'm, I'm anti-snow. Really? Hate it. You hate the snow? Yeah. It's bullshit. What? It's too cold. I like the cold. Mm-mm, mm-mm, not snow cold. Snow cold's terrible. Oh. It's gross. I don't mind it. Nothing magical. Give me a summer Christmas. Oh, look, Nothing I do better. like it, but I can't handle that we're constantly eating, like, for Christmas hot food, and so it's like we're eating and sweating <laughs> yeah. for Christmas. This isn't okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Gerardo's family's Italian. I do not want to eat lasagna on Christmas Day. I'm done. Done with the yeah. lasagna. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so Diana and Sutton have lunch. This is pretty <gasps> much the so whole... So you say. So <laughs> This you know, this summer. This is pretty much the the only scene that matters in the whole episode. Yes. And okay, question: Why did we have to have three shots of the restaurant's name in as many seconds? Yeah. Like, how? Like, did did this restaurant say yes, you can film here, but only under these conditions? We get it. You're called Toscana. I still don't care to eat there. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, the restaurant's probably like, I know how these housewives act. i got to get something good out of this. Yeah, true. Explain to me what this means when Sutton says to Diana, we can sound of music it out. Because they're starting from the very beginning, a very good place to start. Oh, okay, now I get it. So I think Diana said, let's start at the beginning. And oh, Sutton, yes. it Sutton said a very good, she said a sound of music. So yeah. I thought Sutton was being quite quick. Yes. Now, I agree with Diana, I've already told you that, that Sutton provoked her. But yeah. I don't I don't know about the eye rolls now. I mean it's great TV, but oh, yeah. like don't meet up with her then. Well, I I know, and that's one thing I will give Diana. I thought mm. she was just gonna do the cutout route. Right. And the fact that she's actually filming a scene with Sutton, I'm like, I'll give you that, doll. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's true. And look, it's her prerogative to not believe that Sutton was being genuine. I mean, I kind of thought it was hilarious that she says to Sutton that she, she needs professional help in communicating with her. I thought that was funny. Yeah. It's like, look, Diana, you, you're a grudge holder. So just say, look, I hold a grudge. I'm not going to get over this in a second. Yeah. But yeah. No, nah, she'd just rather be mean because I think she knows that she's got Sutton on the ropes, so to speak. Diana's a much better slash dirtier fighter than Sutton. So she's going to win in that respect. And so I think she might be enjoying it. Sutton's probably enjoying it too, just being like, oh, I'm fighting with someone that's not Erica. This is great. Well, doesn't she say I'd rather take on Erica? Oh, I didn't hear that. Doesn't she say that in confessional? She'd rather have to deal with Erica or something. What do you think about this whole thing where Diana thinks that Sutton was trying to miscarriage one up her? I don't think she was. I don't think she was either. 
She's just relating. Yeah, I suppose. But in this scene, I think Diana said to her, you weren't sharing the information with me. You were throwing it at me. I don't know. I think Diana's tapped in the head. I think it was. No, I don't know if she's wrong. I think Sutton did throw it at Diana in a way of like, you must be nicer to me now because this happened to me too. I don't know. I think Diana got got that whole scene with Sutton pegged. I don't know. I'm just no. I'm agreeing with Diana. Sutton's, look, she's pissed about the one-upping comment. I know that. I don't know about this speaking on behalf of women with miscarriages all over the world. I don't know about that, Sutton. Yeah, I don't know about that <laughs> And so you agree with Sutton that she thinks, that you think Diana's being delusional? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. this is a woman who thought that hug was genuine. Are you sure it's not Sutton who's being delusional? It could be a mix of both. I just think Diana is just coming at it from such a uh, callous place. Like, mm. yeah. it's not fun to watch. It's it's like the hiding of the crutches with Brandy and Kyle yeah. and Kim. Like, and Dorinda being mean. You know, it's yeah. like I, I do like my villains to be my villains to be a little bit. I don't know on the softer side or like have light and shade. Yeah. But if you're just going to be nasty, it's it's yeah. fun for a little bit, but it, you can't sustain it. Well, that's true. If it goes on for another episode, I've had enough now. It was last episode, this episode. You've got to move on at some point, right? Yeah. Because we can't be rehashing this over and over again. Like, I don't need any more scenes of Diana going on about this with anyone else. I'm done. Yeah, me too. And, look, Sutton's done too because she has to go home and write Christmas cards. So that's the episode. Next time we get Jamie Lee Curtis. What the fuck? So you say. (laughs) And we finally get Kathy. I don't know if I believe them. It better not be right at the end of next episode. It better be smack bang at the beginning. I'm, yeah, um, lo- I'm looking forward to Jamie Lee Curtis and I'm definitely looking forward to Kathy and I'm definitely looking forward to the Christmas. So I'm just like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis, that means we have to talk about Halloween again. Like, Oh, is again. that why not she's again. there? Oh, it'll come up. Oh, you just I, wait. You know, I've not seen those movies, so I have no idea. Oh. oh. Kyle and Confession will be like, oh, well, when I met Jamie Lee on Halloween, I'm like, did you even share a scene together? I don't think you did. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Erica's drinking a lot and Crystal talks about her eating disorder. Yes. Hmm. We haven't seen much of Crystal this season, have we? Like, oh, well, we did at the start with the whole dark comment, but oh. since then she's sort of disappeared. Well, and I'm not bothered by that. She can go. Nah, me neither. She's come. She can go. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not into it. Sorry, Crystal. I tried with you. I tried. I still like her as a person. Sure. But I'm done. Yeah. Speaking of done, it's time for Ultimate Girls Trip, episode <gasps> five. I know his six wow. has come out today and we're going to talk about both of them, but nothing really happened in episode six. So we'll see if we want to mention anything about it. That's the thing. Like, Dorinda's such a nightmare of a person, but when she has a good day, it's a boring episode. It's true. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so we're all- true. <laughs> We're like, oh, my God, Dorinda, like, she's being a nightmare, but we're loving every second oh, of it. Oh, like I said, best season of Housewives in so fucking long it's not funny. Oh, yeah. So amazing. So this is all the way back to the hot air ballooning. It's called The Ultimate Thirst. Loving that. Mm-hmm. Jill's freaking out in the confessional room because the night before, that was when Dorinda barged in, or shall we right. say Dornado <laughs> barged in and told her off, angry crying and wants, you know, someone to guard the door and all that shit. And while they wait to go ballooning, Jill brings up the elephant in the room. She says that Dorinda has no idea of the damage she did to her. And I'm like, damage, really? I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about the whole Dorinda and Jill thing? 
I think Dorinda does have a chip on her shoulder because of mm. Jill's thirstiness. Like we all know Jill's thirsty. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a part of her. And I think Dorinda, when she was on the show, was just a bit repulsed by Jill. Why? And because of her thirst? I think so. And, and But I get Jill's point being like, you know better than me. Like we're in the same position. Yeah. It, whether you're on pause or you're on hold or you're fast forwarding or rewinding, like wherever you are on yeah. the buttons on the remote, like we're the same. It's true. I sort of get where they're coming from. Like there's just that tension about who's on the show, who's not on the show. And then neither of them are on the fucking show. Exactly. And I and as much as Jill's thirsty, yeah. I, I don't think she's the thirstiest one. I think a, a lot of them are quite thirsty. I think kind of Dorinda's showing that she's being thirsty. With Dorinda her. is parched. Thank she you. is so parched. And so is Brandy. Brandy is the thirstiest person in the world as well. Really? See, I'm enjoying her. I enjoy her, yeah. but she hides her thirst under an I don't give a fuck attitude. And I'm like, well, but like you were, you know, all that Denise stuff, mm. you were just like wandering past Teddy's house with the mic pack on. Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're just as thirsty. Don't act like you're not. That's true. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. So Jill's going on about, you know, wanting an apology and all that shit. And all I kept thinking was, why are you talking in front of Len? Uh, and then she <laughs> asks one of the <laughs> other ladies. <laughs> Just lens there, like, hello, we already know that the staff <laughs> dob you people in to Dorinda. Len's a little flying monkey. <laughs> I mean, I love Len, and as if you if you work for someone, as if you wouldn't dob on everyone to the person that was your boss. I so would. I think it would be hilarious. Len knows where her bread is buttered. Exactly. And this is that little scene where they see the little frog and Dorinda picks it up and it pees all over her. I mean, what are you picking oh, yeah. up a fr- fucking random frog for? That's how you get warts. I Ugh. know. Yeah. Dorinda busts Jill talking about her, obviously. Is Dorinda just like storming around at this manner, just trying to overhear people bitching about her? I think she's storming around flustered. And I think that the effort that it took to get her house ready... I think she was too exhausted to do the show. I think there needed to be a few days off in between getting the house ready and starting Ultimate Girls. Yes. I don't think she's an alcoholic. I think she's just tired. She, We know she loves a nap and yes. I think she just needs to have more naps. I think she needs a couple. It needed a couple of days off in between. I think we might have seen different Dorinda. But then yeah. I, maybe she kind of likes the idea of having people in her house but doesn't. At the same time, she plans so much. Yeah. She anticipates how they'll react, and when they don't react how she wants, when they don't conform to her pre-plans, yeah. yeah, then then she's a nightmare. Oh, exactly. You have to do what Dorinda wants to do. I've never met yeah. anyone like that. Jesus. And also, like you're setting yourself up for a failure because, mm. like, we well, got seven other housewives, like ex-wives. They're not going to do what you want to do. Exactly. Like, are you really going to get Vicky on board with every single thing that you want to do? I don't understand why she is at all bothered if someone doesn't want to do an activity. You know me and the activities, people. Fuck. Especially when it's aerobics. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, I can do without. I don't want to sweat. It's I'm... too planned. It's like, oh, we do this, then we get ice cream, and nah. then we sit by oh. here. It's like, you know what? Nah. No, can't I just fucking sit by the pool? Like, they had, exactly. like, one afternoon to sit by the pool. That was it. Like, you yeah. heated the pool up. What, you're not going to heat the pool up the rest of the time? Was that it? I heated the pool. <laughs> I heat the pool up once and I'm, that's it. I'm done. No more pool. <laughs> that would be annoying to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Dorinda explains the logical side of her argument about Jill asking to be on Eva's show and Dorinda says that it was thirsty. 
Jill is all, really, you think so? Oh, it's a good reaction. And then Jill asks why Dorinda was so mean about it. And then Dorinda says, I wasn't and I don't have this problem with anybody else. She does. I mean, come on. Then we get the flashes of the past four episodes that she has a fight with someone in every single one of them. So that means every single day on this trip, she's had a fight with someone. Yeah. Like there was Vicky and Brandy and Tamara and now Jill. So who's left? Phaedra, Eva and Taylor. Like that's more than half the group. That's that's a big chunk. Like they're four people in four days. Like that's Mm -hmm, nuts. mm -hmm. And you're, they're at your house. Yeah. And I don't get it. Dorinda starts laughing at Jill crying, but then all of a sudden they call it truce. How, that truce I, came out of nowhere. I would not be calling a truce with someone who is laughing in my face as I'm crying. No, no. You know, not everyone likes to handle conflict by keeping the conflict going. So I think Jill was just like, I'm just going to shut it down. Yeah. I mean, And it's just strange. protect myself by just, you know, yeah. accepting whatever half-baked apology is there. I agree. So... Next, they they go ballooning. Oh, that was so weak. Like, it just went up and then down. <laughs> it, it, like, you're not going anywhere. So how is this How is this not the most boring thing for me to watch? I know. <laughs> you don't see me watch, ba- like, ballooning documentaries and then watch Housewives. And, again, if the balloon went somewhere, sure. I know. And it's just like, look look how big the manor is. Like, we know it's big. Like, but you know what? We've been in here for a few days. We're all feeling claustrophobic. I don't care how big it is. It still feels, like, really small. I mean, I love Dorinda's house, but I don't think anyone loves that house more than Dorinda. She's obsessed oh, with no, it. Oh, no. She's obsessed. Um, thank God she had the money to keep that house. Because could you imagine what kind of mess she would be uh-huh. if she had to sell that house? It makes more sense a few seasons ago on New York when – she had the flood damage in the basement or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yep. I was like, why is she freaking the fuck out so much? Yeah. But now I get it. Yeah, me too. You're very right. I didn't think of it in that context. But you're right. She's mm-hmm. obsessed with that house. She's just, yeah. she's kind of unhinged, right? And it's very Morgan Letters. It like, is very Morgan Letters. And so when she was going off on Sonia for, yes. for not for not letting things go, I'm like, yes. you're seeing in something in Sonia that you know deep down is what, is going on with you as well. And that's why it angers you so much. Do you think she's not let Richard go? Of course not. She sees him in balloons. (laughs) Well, at least she's not seeing him in every fucking bird that exists. Every bird. (laughs) (laughs) Every fucking bird, Runa. Like, at least make it a species of bird. I I know. Pick one. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if you want it to be co- make it a seagull. That's fine. Make it a falcon. I, I, I don't know. Make it Just a make seagull and move bird. to the beach. You'll hang out with Lois every fucking day. Yeah. Bless. <laughs> All right. Jill tells Eva at breakfast about the thirsty comment. All I remember is Eva's like scratching the side of her head and trying not to make eye contact with Jill because obviously her behavior was thirsty. Yes. And... All I have in my notes is Vicky calls Dorinda a psycho bitch. <laughs> yeah. And Jill calls her a monster and yep. she thinks it's the drinking and she doesn't know when it starts. And I was saying the same thing a week or so ago when I'm like, I don't know when and how Dorinda gets drunk because she's sober and then sozzled. There's like no in between. Yes. I think she's drinking earlier than she lets on. I think, she, well, okay, there's cameras everywhere, right? I was mm-hmm. discussing this with Angela. There's cameras everywhere. There's obviously not 
that camera in like the the loo, right? So she, mm-hmm. is she going to the loo and is there like a sippy cup in a little cupboard in the loo? Because when is she getting drunk? Yeah, there might be. Like, I don't think that's crazy. Maybe she has alcohol in her room. <gasps> Which yeah. would be a big deal considering no one's allowed to eat or drink in their rooms. Exactly. Well, you see her drinking from a mug sometimes and I'm like, oh, is that an Irish coffee? Probs. That's probs what it is. And uh, Dorinda said, I've just got in my notes for some reason, OMG, last night Dorinda said that the fame went to John's head. I don't know why I wrote that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. Well, considering I kind of think that the fame went to Dorinda's head. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And these, I'm, I'm saying it like this because these are things that I've never thought of when it comes to Dorinda. I was a Dorinda stan. I loved every minute of her on Roni and wanted her back. And I still want her back. But yeah, mm-hmm. she's definitely not um she's definitely not as cool as I thought she was. I just think housewives change as a person and mm. the, the ones that know that it's changed them, like a brandy, they're a bit more accepting of their fate. Yeah. But someone like Dorinda is just so oblivious yeah, she, to the fact that she's a different person now because of fame. Yeah. Next minute, Eva visits Dorinda and Dorinda cries because all the efforts that she's putting in to and people aren't appreciating it. And then she talks about what her and Jill's issues was apparently – Back in the day when Jill was no longer in the show but she was a friend of and Dorinda was on the show, apparently Dorinda didn't want to film a scene with Jill. I'm like, this is from five years ago. Why do we care? I don't get any of that. Uh, Yeah, I I just think Dorinda tried to alienate herself from Jill to not give Jill what she wanted. Why? Is this again back to the whole she thinks Jill's thirsty and that's not her problem? Yeah, or it could be being territorial over the show. Ugh, come on. I think Dorinda cares so much about this show and that's why she's like being like, look at me, I'm hosting, I'm doing all this stuff, look how good of a team player I can be. Yeah. It's very sweaty. It it is very sweaty. And speaking of, I love the fact that Tamara calls it menopause manner. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was funny. I'm really enjoying Tamara. Because, you know, I've not really watched OC ever. So I didn't know Tamara and Vicky apart from like memes and things. And so, yeah, I was surprised when Tamara was getting her tits out. I was like, do I like this person? I think I might. That's so Tamara. She does it all the time. So her and Vicky used to whoop it up, as Vicky says. So I don't get where Vicky's all of a sudden this fucking prude because she was never a prude back in the day in OC. I think I even called her a reverse Ramona. Right. Like she's really turned into a bit of a prude. And yeah. it's like, it's fine if you hit a certain point in your life where you're like, I no longer want to get my tartars out. That is fine. But don't judge people who are doing it. You did it two minutes ago on fucking mm-hmm. international TV. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not impressed. And what is Dorinda wearing? You know, when she bandages <laughs> up Eva's hand, this is before they go to lunch. She's in light blue, what can only be mum jeans because they're kind of, they're not fitted. And she's got these light blue non-fitted jeans tucked into beige cowboy boots and she's wearing a (laughs) multicoloured vertical striped shirt. Well, kind of looks like a hot air balloon coloured stripes. (laughs) You, again, you are on international TV and this is the outfit you pulled for this day. Uh If you need to go and have a nap, Dorinda, you really should have a fucking nap because that outfit was so (laughs) wrong. It was offensive to my eyes. It really hurt my heart. It bothered me. I was just like, what the fuck, Chuck? Okay, I'll move on. Lunch and booze. 
do we really? I mean, this is kind of boring. This is when Brandy asks them when they were all in love last. Boring. And the only thing about it is that Tamara points out to Vicky that if she did marry Steve, she would have been his fourth wife. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I feel all judgy towards someone who's gotten married four times. Why am I being judgy? I mean, it, I should be, like, saying good on you for knowing when it's time to bail. Yeah, I mean, do you, but, like, do you have to get married? I, no, well, who are you talking to? Never never have, never will. That's the thing. Like, if it were me and I'd had three divorces, I'd be like, you know what, let's just continue dating. Yeah. Like, let's live together. Like, I don't need Some the marriage. Some people say they just like being married, right? Well, clearly not if they keep exiting marriages. Well, that's true. I don't know. Look, nothing happens. No one fights. That's the lunch, blah, blah. Um, yep. This is when they hang by the pool at Bluestone Manor. It's the one and only time I think that she's turned the heat on for the pool and barely anyone's swimming. Do they even swim? I don't even think they swim. I haven't seen a swim. This is when Marco brings flowers down to Jill and Jill's first <sighs> thought was she wonders if they're from Dorinda. <laughs> yeah, nah, See, that was – Jill sent them to herself. You don't think she said that Gary... to throw us off the scent. You don't think that Gary actually sent them? She said, "Gary, send me flowers." I mean, there was an apple in the middle of it. That's so thirsty. It's so... because you're not holding an apple. Like you're, yeah. you're not back on Roni. No, uh, no. It, she sent them to herself. Yeah, oh, I never thought of it like that. She, oh, are they from? You know who they're from? Yeah. You wrote the card. Like, come on. I love that you said that because it never occurred to me. But, again, when I think back to the fact that there was an apple in the centre of those roses, you're right, that is such a Jill thing to do. I think it's even more embarrassing if her boyfriend did send them and he thought, oh, Jill, she talks all the time about wanting an apple and getting an apple back, so I'll Mm. put an apple in there. Like that's even more embarrassing. Yeah, that is embarrassing because she would have to go on and on about it for him to know to do that. Exactly. Ouch. And this is when all the shit hits the fan and we get delicious TV. They go to dinner at the Red Line Inn, which is where Dorinda used to work as a uh-huh. server, obviously like 30 years ago. So it's not like anyone's <laughs> going to remember her, whatever. And she already starts on the dirty martinis. It's like you get one of those. That's uh-huh. it. Like if you are going to have multiple martinis, know full well that like me yesterday, you're not going to remember how you got home. Mm-hmm. Advice from me to you all. <laughs> but Brandy asks Vicky, I love this, about that threesome rumour that was on the OC. Oh, God, mm-hmm. that's funny for bringing that up. I didn't realise the rumour was about Vicky, her friend and her sister. That's kind of creepola. I don't think oh. it's weird when, when you travel with your sibling that you share a bed. I don't think that's weird. Oh, no, I do that all the time. Exactly. Like big fucking warp. You can share a bed and not fuck, like spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was creepy of the person who started the rumour. I mean, you're going to start a rumour about someone having a threesome when it was their sibling that was there? Like, that's disgusting. The threesome's not disgusting. That, like, like, okay, I think they missed the whole point on what that rumour was about, but whatever. Yes. I still love it because we get that flashy of when Vicky screams and says, I've never had multiple partners in my life. <laughs> I love it when Vicky gets activated. It's so funny. Again, Vicky asks, where can you whoop it up? It's like you're in a venue, you're in a restaurant, and you're asking people, where can we go 
i.e. where can we go because we should leave here because this is not fun. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like you're on day five. Like you must know by now there's nowhere to whip it up in the Berkshires. Like I'm sorry. And again, you're being such a prude. So just enjoy the chillax time. Well, it's not really a lot of chillax time though, is it? But you just whip it up at night at the manor. I mean, you're in – exactly. You're in New England. Where are you going to go and whip it up? You're not in New York Do you New think York she City. just wants a rebound? Like she wants to <gasps> get a hook rebound up in? sex. Yeah. I think that's what she's itching for. She just wants to be desired by a man and there's no men around there's apart no from Marco. there's no men around. That's what she means. She doesn't want to whoop it up. She wants dick. I think so. Oh, Nathan. Oh, now I can it. relax. I know what the deal is with Vicky. I thank you. See, we need you around. <laughs> Sorry, need, Angela. <laughs> we need you to explain the crazy that is Vicky because this was bothering me the whole time. I didn't understand why she was like, I want to whip it up, but then I don't want to hang out with anyone and I want to be a sad sack. Yeah, oh, she wants to fuck. So much better now. And look, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. She's on a, she just broke up. Yeah, fair call. I did love the fact, did you see Watch What Happens Live and Taylor thought that where they were going – like the Berkshires, she thought that was, what did she say, the Hamptons? Oh, you wish, doll. I know, right? She was like literally telling her husband, oh, yeah, you were going to the Hamptons. Oh, doll. Bless. Bless. <laughs> and then Dorinda, this is when like she's going on about the fact that she was shocked to be on pause. She's like, I work hard and I'm in it and I can't even take a nap. And I'm like, bitch, you take a nap every day. What are you talking yeah. about? Every day at four o'clock, Dorinda has a nap for an hour and a half or something, doesn't she? Well, she used to. Maybe she's not now. I mean, she, they did show us she, she at least took two naps. Yeah. But she's not getting enough. Maybe she's lying in bed and she can't nap. Well, but that's, thing not, is, that's you, not our problem. You're setting the schedule. Yeah. Just like get rid of one of the events. Just go four o'clock, Dorinda has a nap. It's free time. I'm sorry, invite me to your home and then I don't get free time. Give me the free time. Oh, and I love that Vicky, this is when Vicky thought they were leaving in a couple of days. Like they, she thought she was leaving Thursday and they're all like, no, we're leaving Saturday. So she's just like, <laughs> eight days is a heart. long time. <laughs> a I long mean, time. I'm with the other people for questioning what she signed up for. But again, a guy just broke up with her the day before she had to leave for filming. Like that's like, yeah. we've got to give her somewhat of a pass, right? Oh, yeah. And... I can't believe Dorinda, no, no, no pass. Dorinda calls her a victim, starts making fun of her to her face, saying Crazy. that, yeah, yeah, you're in a bad place, but we don't want to hear it all the time. And she's like, and then you went to urgent care and it was for a steroid shot. You didn't have a gunshot. You need to be present. <laughs> we need to know you. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with The thing with is, you, what Dorinda? she's saying, it's not that bad what she's saying. That's how okay. she says it. It's, yes, exactly. You, then, you, then you went to urgent care. Now, look, every time they go on a trip, <laughs> Vicky ends up in hospital because she doesn't want to be on the trips. We all know right. that. So I don't know what the fuck Vicky is doing on this show. She does not like to go on trips on camera, period. She never does. She's never missed a trip to the hospital on a vacanza. <laughs> Classic. Mate, it's kind of fucking funny though. Um, I must admit though, Vicky, I was impressed by the fact that she just sort of sat there and took it. I would have told her to get fucked. 
But well, Vicky's already made the stance known that you can't tell a woman to get fucked, so no. she's shot herself in the foot with that. That's true. And now we're talking about Jill and Dorinda because Dorinda's on a fucking roll. She goes on mm-hmm. about her. Basically, it's like Dorinda's airing her grievances. She airs the grievance <laughs> like with, I know totally with Jill. And this is when I realised that Dorinda is full fucking drunk, and she's like basically saying, "I made it nice." She's like. Because she calls the burlesque dancer from the night before a stripper. Like she was trying to say, and I organised a stripper for yeah. you. And I'm like, oh, how the tables have turned when you're drunk. She's not a burlesque dancer. She's a stripper. Yeah. And they all say that it's like it's bigger than that. And that's when Dorinda admits, when you came with Luann to film with me, I was told by my producer, you have to do this thing with Ramona. She's like, I'm working. You remember working, right? Eight years mm-hmm. ago, you remember working, right? This is how she's talking to fucking Jill. Like, and again, it's, it's probably not wrong, but it's all inside thoughts. Y- yes, these are inside thoughts. No, that is a very good way to put it. And she's like, when I was on the show that you are no longer on and I have a job to do. And then she accuses Jill of ruining the whole night for them. And well, I'm like, yeah, that's a bit much. really? Jill's the one that ruined the night, Dorinda? Like, yeah. come on. She calls Jill's crying histrionics and then calls Jill jealous. I mean, this was the most delicious gold it's episode. Psycho. It's amazing. <laughs> and then we find out about the Bobby's funeral and the filming. Well, I don't know what we find out. We find out what they all think individually. Mm-hmm. Dorinda says, the day after Bobby's funeral, you, Jill, were already talking about Gary who is her current boyfriend, and she's like, we didn't talk the day of Bobby's funeral because we were filming because you made us film that day. I mean, yeah, it's really gold. I'm sorry, I was cacking myself. I just thought it couldn't get more and more delicious. Now it's more delicious. Well, for me it was, I think it's this episode when Jill was like, well, I wasn't on that email. Yes. <laughs> was I CC'd? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, <it's> like... <laughs> exactly. So, yes, Jill said she didn't know that the cameras were going to be there. And she, As fucking is. And she's like, I didn't know that Bethany was mic'd. Uh, you did. Yeah. And then we get the flashy from the reunion where Andy says to the ladies, because I know that Ramona had a problem with it and obviously so did um, Dorinda. Yeah. Andy says they were invited by Jill and in the confessional, this is when the producer says to Jill, we have emails from your old assistant that you Jill would like to invite Bravo into the funeral and she denies that he's even her assistant and yeah. obviously was her assistant and just isn't anymore and asks, do you have the emails from me? And don't you think it was odd that I wasn't CC'd in on that email? Never in a million years would I invite Bravo to the funeral. Well, she said to inside the funeral. Well, yes, she said maybe outside, but definitely not inside. It's like, well, which is it then, Jill? I know. Well, just because Andy says something at every union doesn't mean it's true, but I, I do think in this case it's true. <laughs> I, I tend to believe Andy over the ladies, don't I? It's like God spoken. Mm. And then out of fucking nowhere, Taylor decides she wants to clear the air with Brandy. Well, I suppose Jill apologised for disrespecting Dorinda in her home and they hug it out, blah, blah, blah. And now Taylor's like, wants to clear the air with Brandy. And for something that happened on the show nine years ago that has nothing to do with her. I couldn't stand that. Taylor's the worst. Taylor Armstrong, enough. You can get off my TV. She's the most boring one. She is so boring. Even in the next episode, who says it? 
Tamra says it that she puts her to sleep or something like that. I can't like remember, that. but but like. I, and it's just like, we know what you're doing. You're just trying to pick a fight because you think that's what we want. But like, yeah. Eva's great television and she's not picking fights. Phaedra's great television and she's not picking fights. Agreed. It's like, you can be an interesting, fun person without bringing up shit from 10 years ago. I know. And again, it's got nothing to do with her. She's saying she's upset that Brandy outed that Adrian used a surrogate for her babies. Yeah, look, I mean, I really don't care about the Taylor fight. I don't care about it. Oh, no, not at all. And besides, apparently Adrian and Brandy are cool and apparently even Taylor and Brandy are cool now. So whatever. TV moment for sure. That's what I wrote. And, like, Streisand effect, like maybe you stop talking about it. Like yeah, if it's, if exactly. it's, like, so bad. This is a rumour we've all forgotten about or, or truth that we've all forgotten about because we've all forgotten about Adrian Maloof. It's true. And even Brandy <laughs> says, oh, my God, you're just like Jill and Dorinda. I.e. Yeah. thirsty. I love it. But you're right. They're all thirsty. I don't see Eva being thirsty. But again, I no, think I might I be blinded by the ones that I love. I don't know. But I don't see her being thirsty. That's the thing. Yeah. No, I don't. I think she's just like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah. Agreed. This is when Dornado accuses Brandy of going on every possible show she can be on. She's like, Brandy was on top of this fight before she turns to Taylor and says... Were you successful because your husband committed suicide slash killed himself? Now, we don't know what words she actually said because they didn't air the words. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, whoa. Didn't think that it could get any more dramatic. It escalated. It escalated for sure because Dorinda tells Brandy, you should never have said that. How about if your son died? Crazy town. I was just like, oh, my God. And, like, I, I, I with with Taylor even bringing up, like, the Critics' Choice Award. Or whatever, oh, my like, God. Beverly Hills is the only one that got a Critics' Choice Award. Yes, but the production company got the Critics' Choice. <laughs> like, the production team, yeah, you got one, but the award isn't exactly for you. I understand why Brandy felt like she had to say something to respond to that. Mm. I wouldn't have used those words. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, completely fucking nuts. The thing with Brandy is... She's not often wrong with what she's saying, but how she says it gets her in trouble. Like, oh, I don't yeah. disagree with her. That is what made Taylor successful on the show for as long as she was on the show. That was her storyline. <laughs> it's an uncomfortable truth. This and is what we're it's saying. It's super fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. And I would never bring it up, but here we are. But now we said it. So, <laughs> so you say. So you say. I mean, the only this I know. hilarious reprieve was when Phaedra turns to Brandy and says, you can't talk to, like, she could be, this lady could oh. be your mama. And then Brandy's like, ah, she's only five years older than me. I'm just, that so made funny. me die. That was so Marco funny. pissing himself, like, was Was so that funny. Marco or was that just a rando bartender at the restaurant? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. The mask, I thought it wanted to be Marco, but yeah, whoever it was. was Maybe cr- Marco up. was following them around everywhere being their bartender. I love that idea. <laughs> Maybe. I'm here for that. She's a weird one. Again, with her, She's comes over to the bar after saying that and doubles uh-huh. down and accuses Brandy of making a mockery of people dying. And then has the nerve to get the shits when Brandy says, bitch, get out of my face. And she's like, don't call me bitch. It's like, are you kidding are you kidding? People, 
people need to accept right now that Brandy uses the word bitch. <laughs> she's not actually calling you a bitch. She's just using it as a term. People need to get over that. And they're using it as an excuse to tell her. Yes, they need to cut it with that. Yeah. And, like, Brandy did the right thing by walking away. Agreed. And so you got to let someone do that and not come after them, Dorinda. She did the same thing to Jill. <laughs> like- I mean, again, every single day of that trip so far, five days, and we're getting five episodes, that's how much drama there is, that we're actually getting five episodes out of five days. She's picked a fight with someone. Not going to lie, great TV, because the next episode, which aired today, episode six, there were no fights, and it was fucking boring, and I only wrote two pages of notes. (laughs) It's still a lot of notes. Mm. But for you, that's nothing. Now, like, with the the next, are we going on to the next episode? If you want, I'm happy to, yeah. I will, I will question, like, I know you said you love Christmas. I love Christmas. But, but it's September. I don't like, care. Why are we doing a Christmas in September? Because it's Bluestone Manor and they always do Bluestone Manor for Christmas and so they thought we're in Bluestone Manor, let one of the themed dinners or whatever be yeah. Christmas. That's it. I think it's a cute idea. People do yeah. Christmas in fucking July. What's the difference? Well, that makes more sense because it's like six months, you know, like September, it's not cute. No, I'd, if I was at Bluestone Manor and that bitch pulled out all the Christmas decorations, I'd be fucking stoked. Stoked, I tells you. Can we pull out the Halloween decoration with that one that looked like Bethany crying? <laughs> that statue. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. That's my favorite. Okay, so if you want to talk about this episode, we can. And oh, there's it, nothing to say though. That's the thing. There's nothing to say. Everyone's basically hugging it out. It got really lesbian for a bit there as well. Uh, you think? Dorinda apologizes to Brandy. And the only thing about this that does kind of make my ears kind of prick up and uncomfortably is that I am starting to believe the ladies when they say that when Dorinda apologises, mm-hmm. you have to move on. Like it's that yeah. whole – she says to her – this is how she apologises, by the way. She says, I love you. I'm sorry if I said anything hurtful, but I yeah. was just saying to Jill I don't like people talking about Richard's death, so I think it's triggering. Nobody was talking about Richard. Uh-huh. Was, were they talking about Richard when they did that? No. no. She just doesn't like anyone talking about death full stop. Well, death's a part of life. How are we getting around it? I know. There's birds everywhere. She's the one that went there with it. I mean, there's birds everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just got that. And then she starts going on about Taylor but does say I used the wrong word and I should have compared it to anyone in your life dying. I'm like, Dorinda, just fucking stop, mate. And, of course, she blames the booze. And in confessional she cries because she knows that she messed up a lot. She just wanted to make it nice, but she didn't. I think it was it was this episode, but there was a flashback to Brandy in the car saying, like, look, if you keep acting like this, you're going to be on pause forever. That's and this I think episode, yeah. That's the, but that was, like, the night before, right? No, so when they were at the winery, I think, and they were uh, talking, yeah. we got a flashy of them driving to the winery, and that's when she yes. said uh, it. Yeah. And I think that was the turning point for her. Yes. I don't think it's the prayer. I don't think it's anyone reasoning with her. Uh-huh. I think it's the fear of being on pause forever that's yeah. done it. I don't know. I, I do give Christmas a little bit of credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dur- maybe Santa saved the day. Dorinda loves Christmas. Maybe it put her in a good mood. And yeah. she did say that at Christmas there's a lot more decoration. So I think the Christmas decor was done by those two teams of people. So yeah. I don't think Dorinda had to do anything. Oh, but she'd be micromanaging. Yeah, and I think that's her issue. She gets involved too much and she's exhausted. 
She mm-hmm. would be annoying as a boss. So annoying. Oh, yeah. But yeah, what did you think of Brandy wearing her reunion dress to the dinner? The one that she was going to go to but then couldn't because Denise suit was suing her and didn't want her there. I sort of didn't enjoy the chat about Denise. I was like, can we just drop it? You didn't like, enjoy the fact that Tamara said she spoke to Denise when it all went down and then said that it didn't happen and then we found out from Tamara's mouth that she believes Brandy because Denise hit on her at BravoCon, sent her a shit ton of texts wanting her to go to her room. Yeah, I just don't know if we need to be going over it again. Like, so Denise wants to fuck around, let her. I don't know. I thought, look, it's gossip. Hello? What do you mean, letter? We're getting gossip from the horse's mouth. I know, but it's still that outing element which I don't love. What, outing her for cheating or for wanting to cheat? For being a queer person. No, I don't think that's what they—that's what the issue is. They're outing her because she's... It's my issue. Oh, okay. See, my thing is it's not about who she wanted to sleep with. It's the fact that she lied about cheating on her husband and and let someone else take the fall for it. I know. I just get really sensitive with some of these housewives that are just so homophobic. Yeah. And, like, not in this episode. Everyone seemed to be, you know, lezzing it up. Apart from Vicky. Yeah. But, um, watching the show, they do, like, the Atlanta women love them to bits, but, God, they do not like gay people. (laughs) Wasn't Marlo saying the F word? Like, what? And on Beverly Hills, they cringe. Marlo said the F word? No. She said to, yeah, that, that was that fight in Africa, right? She oh, said to Sheree, yeah. go keep hanging around with the F words. And oh, it's like, God. I know that's in the past and I don't like bring up old, but yeah. the whole, there's a lot of tension, I think, in housewives with some some homophobic tension. Let's yes, just say that. because most, not most of them, but, yeah, I guess maybe like lots of them are Republicans and conservatives, which is hilarious that we love yeah. them. <laughs> we just don't <laughs> want to know anything about that side of them. But I don't think it's about that in this instance yeah. with the whole Denise, that she slept with a woman. It's that she's married. She lied about cheating on her husband with someone. She even said, well, at, according to Brandy, she had told Brandy that she and Aaron were in an open relationship and then backtracked and said they weren't. So mm-hmm. she's like, she used me and then kicked me to the curb and then denied it. But that's dating, babe. <laughs> How many people have, like, you know, ghosted other people and done the same thing? Who cares? Yeah, I suppose. Brandy clearly doesn't know when to keep her mouth shut about other people's secrets, but at the same time... Why should she have to keep it a secret? She is single and wasn't ch- wasn't wasn't cheating. Oh, the big problem is Denise choosing to sleep with Brandy. Like, and there's yes. your first mistake and your last mistake. I know. Yeah. So, I mean, I found all of that really interesting because, like you said, on Beverly Hills they went on about it with no proof. So I just thought that was an added element of proof. So I was very yeah. interested. Fine, you can take the high road. I'll take the low road. <laughs> What did you feel about them all talking about who in the room they'd sleep with? You don't care about that at all, do you? No. No. Well, if they had penises, you would care. Yeah, well, that's right. See? <laughs> I mean, I, you got me. I agree with them all. I would definitely sleep with Eva. Did you love how Jill was actually bothered that no one picked her? I thought she was joking. <laughs> I know. I like. So I'm sorry, Jill, but like, are you really going to be the top of anyone's list in that room? Like, you're boring. I mean, she was seriously hurt and offended. These are the words she used in confessional, and I do not care if she goes and watch what happens live and says, oh, "I was joking." No, you weren't. 
You were fucking serious. No one wanted to have imaginary sex with you, so you're bothered. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should never be hurt by a hypothetical. I'm just, I'm just this is why we love them. I just, mm-hmm. like, it just made me giggle. It was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's pretty. This is, I think, that was about the time after the dinner. I think. Eva and Tamara go outside, and I think that's when we hear Tamara say, Taylor makes me snore. I thought that was funny. Well, she's not wrong. No, exactly. You know, they they swap fucking white elephant gifts. I don't care. It was kind of a cute scene, but it's nothing, th- nothing to write home about. I do think um, Taylor or Tamara, whatever, the one that got stole a gift and then it got stolen from them, they were right. Like, you can't do that in white elephant. Oh, you can't. can't do it. You can't steal. No. It. You can't take it back. You can't. You can't take it back. That's the whole point of the game. But everyone I, will just take back everything. Oh, so and I also thought that with white elephant, you can take the gift from the last person, but you can't take it from anyone. Or can no? You, you can. You can take it from anyone. Right. But then once you get stolen yeah. from, you go next. Right. And but you have but you have to get open a gift. Oh, uh, but she did. She went last. That she shouldn't have gone last. Oh, she should have gone next again. Right. Yeah. I okay. think only the, yeah, I don't know. She shouldn't have stolen. It was unfair. It was unjust. And I'm writing a letter to Bravo. Okay. So Taylor shouldn't have ended up with the Jill and Ally candle. Can you believe it? Every single one of these women have some sort of merch, something to sell. And only Jill gives a gift of her merch. The others actually went to a store and bought something. Because it's tacky and uh, Jill's tacky. Brandy got body cream from Taylor. I'm like, really? Body cream? These women there have all have the There must have been creams. a limit, right? There was because we heard when Tamara got the Gucci scarf from Eva, that was the first gift, Taylor, you hear her say, that's not worth $50. Yeah. It's a fucking Gucci scarf. It's probably $450. Right. So I think they were given a limit. But no one ever sticks to the limit. Yeah. I wouldn't be sticking to the limit. No, uh I'd never stick to a limit. I, I get would. what I want. But yeah, this is when Brandy who's drunk, she's I mean, she's flirting with everyone. She even makes Vicky kiss her on the mouth. I didn't like that. It's like Vicky does not want to kiss you. So stop trying to force yourself on her. I don't like that. Mhm. Agreed. Yeah. But again, nothing nothing else really happens. I mean, they go to that wine tasting and they're doing prayers and shit. I mean, this is not my show. I zoned out. It could have been the most beautiful prayer in the world, but as soon as I heard prayer, I was like, next. Same. I was a judgy judgy wudgy. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, look, I'm I'm scrolling through the my episode notes and I really I can't see anything else that I want to talk about. I mean, it's the um, and at the same time it's the one day they didn't fight. Yeah, I know. So hopefully next week Dorinda gets drunk again. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should just super, super, super quickly. Uh-huh. We never, we never like the two of us finished below deck down under. I know, and like, I we, we missed mean- that last episode. I kept meaning to to go. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. But then I, because I got notes on it, obs. But then I never. Um, I don't think we need to talk about it. I mean. Yeah. There was no reunion, though. That's there what's was. upsetting me. There was a point. Oh, there were, it was on Watch What Happens Live, I think. There <gasps> oh, was I missed one, it. So there was one reunion and I saw it, but then you know how, like, in our in the app that we watch um, our shows, Hey You, like every there. now and then they clear out all of the files for Watch What Happens Live. Oh. Do you notice that? Because all of a sudden there'll only be two Watch What Happens Live episodes in it. And I'm like, where do they all go? So I couldn't even go because I watched it, but I couldn't go back 
and take notes because it was gone. Ah, uh, see, because it would have dropped while I was overseas, so I didn't say it. Yeah. But um, oh. the only, the only well, thing, oh, I the, thought it was the, cute The crazy the one, what's her name, the crazy one, Magda, she didn't want to come, so she wasn't there. Oh. Yeah, how funny is that? Magda. That's a shame because we wanted her to be held accountable. She was the only one we really wanted to have to fucking see. What like, about yeah. the chef? Was he held accountable at all? I don't remember him being there. You're not getting the blow decks mis- mixed up, are you? It's because the other one that finished the med, was it, no, not med, med just started. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, no. Sailing yacht. Yeah, sailing yacht. No, 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 no. I can't remember if Chef Ryan, Chef Ryan was the shit chef. Yeah. I don't think, I don't, can't remember if he was there or not at the reunion. I don't think he was. Okay. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, with the with the last episode, the final episode, I think the only really like cute bit was at the end, the little button with um, Captain Cutie seeing his daughter in the Philippines. I, I like, know oh, that was adorbs. Yeah. Um, how would you feel about uh, Below Deck Down Under season two? Would you keep any of the cast? I definitely keep Aisha. I think she's fun, yes. and yeah. she's she's a calming voice, and she makes me laugh about things. Like, you know what I mean? She kind of she brings things back down to it's not a big fucking deal. So I like that. And I think the below deck seasons are better mm. when we have a, a consistent chief stew. Exactly. From season to season, we need it. Toomey's gorgeous. Yep. Do you, do you want to keep Toomey? Yeah. Yeah. I'd keep Toomey. I'd keep Toomey. And that's probably about it. Yeah. I mean, Captain Cutie, sure. Yeah. You know what? I probably wouldn't keep Toomey because I'd probably want Aisha to struggle with more shit stews that she can't work with for yeah. a new season. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Oh, oh, maybe Toomey could be the chief stew. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. I know I did just say we want to keep Aisha, but Same. <laughs> right. I don't know. But I wouldn't keep any of the deck team. Sorry, Culver. Nah. You can go. Yeah. But you think he's in it because you saw him vanning in Australia, right? Yeah. Yeah, wow. So hopefully there's another season. Hopefully Culver's in it. Brittini. Um, do we need I mean Brittini's cool, but I could I could move on. One and done. Yeah, I agree. And definitely um bad bitch bosun can go oh can he ever yeah um it's interesting sometimes when they bring people back and you're like what like yeah you, did you watch blow deck med z's back yes i definitely i was watched. shocked i was shocked too i was shocked that what's her name the bosun what's her name malia malia's oh, yeah. not in it what happened there <laughs> captain sandy said that she was on another boat do you believe that mm-hmm. sure yeah. I think she would go on the show if she could. I don't know about this new bosun. She sounds awful. Uh, she seems fucking lazy as. Oh, yeah. She's gone for a smoker <laughs> over two seconds and she's got one team member. It's crazy. She's got to go, mate, but I'm going to fucking enjoy watching her. <laughs> yeah, she even said that she normally does private charters, so she's not used to having to work this much or something. I'm thinking. Yeah, strap yourself in, Dal. I mean, how can she go for smokers when they're not on the dock anymore, though? That's what I want to know. Well, do they smoke at, like, the front of the boat Yeah, or but something? they can't do that if the guests are, are hanging out just above them. Then they can yeah. see them. I think they go around the side or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that, gonna be that's me done. You're do you done. Do anything you want to add? I'm good. I'm just looking at my notes for the Below Deck Down Under and those charter guests, the last lot, were a fucking punish, mate. They, wanted, oh, yeah. they, they like an activity. They like Ugh. an activity. And, yeah, poor Benny getting those fucking third-degree burns. That was oh, that was shocking. But he rallied, mate. He turned a corner. As soon he as sure did. After the toilet exploded for the third time, he really the, came, came yeah, good. Yeah, once the captain was there, like, scooping poop with him, he was just like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. But other than that, no, I'm good. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you go back to bed. Yes. And I will say if, if anyone wants to, you know, keep sending praise to Angela, just go to <laughs> at effing bravo on Twitter or Instagram or leave a review telling us how much you love Angela. That'd be great. <laughs> Why not? She deserves it. She was great. She deserves it. Are you a little bit jealous, Jill Zarin? I'm a bit Jill Zarin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we love you, Nathan, and we're also glad you're mm. home. You can yeah. tell him that too, peeps. Yeah, it wouldn't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, darling, you go have okay. you go have a little jet lag nap. All righty, okay, bye. bye.